the time is 9 o'clock. You're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Hello and welcome to Tanchamar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Friday, January 26th. On today's show... You see so many groups doing such great work. And uh, when, you, when you have such an overwhelming demand and only so much you can give, uh, it, it's not easy. Applications to the 2024 Community Grants Program for Tanchamar were almost double the approved budget this year. We find out about the recommended grants going to council coming up shortly, right after some local news and information briefs. The New Brunswick government has changed a policy in order to avoid covering upcoming legal costs of the Anglophone East District Education Council, according to CBC reporter Shane McGee. The Anglophone East DEC voted in November to sue the province over its changes to Policy 713, which took away some protections for LGBTQ students under 16. The council also requested the Department of Education fund the legal challenge according to existing departmental policy. But in December, the province changed its policy and sent the DEC a letter rejecting the request. Council members voted on Tuesday not to let that stand in their way and instead direct the district su- directed this district superintendent to prepare and dispense funds in preparation for a charter challenge and injunction to Policy 713. Council member Kristen Kavukian told CBC the DEC will look for ways to fund the legal challenge without affecting classroom resources. A Queen's University professor will be in Sackville next week to talk about the philosophical implications of artificial intelligence. Dr. Catherine Stinson is delivering a public talk entitled, What is ChatGPT Made Of? Stinson will talk about how AI tools work, the risks of using them, and claims that AI may soon outsmart human intelligence. The talk is free with a reception to follow and takes place Monday, January 29th at 4.30 p.m. in the Crabtree Auditorium across from the Ralph Pickard Bell Library at Mount Allison University. Now for today's feature story. At their meeting on Monday, Tanjamar Council heard about recommendations to spend $110,000 on grants to local organizations in 2024 but that's well under the $210,000 in requests that the town received. That's the largest amount ever requested in the grant program, perhaps not surprising considering that amalgamation vastly expanded the territory and population that the community grants program covers. Last year, community groups requested just over $156,000. That reversed a trend that saw grant applications actually drop in 2021 and 2022, when the program covered just the former town of Sackville. This year's increase in requests was met with only a small increase in budget, and that means many groups may be left unhappy unless Council chooses to make budgetary changes. Active Living Director Matt Pride spoke to CHMA on Thursday about the process for considering which applications get approved. Basically, they need to, I mean, it needs to be a strong application. The applicant needs to have put some effort into it, and they need to uh, submit all the requirements. So, uh, you know, complete a budget, uh, minutes from the uh, board meeting, accepting the application, or sorry, approving the application, that sort of thing. But then the actual application itself or project itself needs to align with uh, the municipality's values. And now, right now, 
we're still basing that on the town of Sackville values because uh, that's where the grants policy came from. Um, but I mean, they're they're very similar. So we do try to spread it out amongst you know between sports and arts and culture as best we can. Uh, so some of the some of the groups need the money more than others. They have a higher budget um, overall, and uh, so, some have had you know, past history where they've come to rely on the grant as well, especially in the operational side. Uh, so, you know, we take all those things into consideration. The lion's share of applications and funding go to sports, heritage, and arts organizations. But this year's crop of applicants also included poverty and food security related groups, like the Sackville Food Bank, the Sackville Farmers Market, the Sackville Community Garden, Open Sky Cooperative, and Greater Dorchester Moving Forward. The Sackville Food Bank was approved for $3,700 in operational funding, as well as $3,000 to go towards a breakfast program at Tanchamar Regional High School. Greater Dorchester Moving Forward applied for a total of $15,000 in three funding categories and was recommended for $3,000 in operational funding. The Sackville Farmers Market asked for $8,000 and is recommended for $1,000 to help cover its rent. The community garden will get $2,000 to go towards a part-time coordinator. Open Sky was rejected for a small capital grant towards a greenhouse project, but Director of Community and Corporate Services Kieran Miller explained that the project did already receive municipal funds through Renaissance Sackville. It's always difficult to make cuts, and because of operational needs, uh, this year we decided to cut back on the capital requests and are recommending in support of those that most align with the values of the municipality, such as support for the Westmoreland Historical Society uh, to install an accessible ramp and playground equipment upgrade uh, at the Dorchester Daycare to make it safe for the 40-plus children that attend the not-for-profit daycare there. Sackville Minor Hockey and the Sackville Skating Club both saw their award recommendations drop slightly this year by two to $3,000. Matt Pride said the drop was in consideration of a different new subsidy program recently approved by Council. Council approved uh, a while ago, um, a month or so ago, about, uh, to decrease the ice fees for minor hockey and skating clubs. So uh, the idea was to get um, more kids on the ice, essentially. Pride says the discounted fees will mean significantly lower costs for the groups. It would be somewhere in the thirty-ish um, thousand dollar range for minor hockey and in the seven thousand dollar range for the skating club and savings. Part of the deal with the subsidized rink fee program is that the two clubs will in turn lower their registration fees, which might open up access to the sometimes cost prohibitive programs. But it also prompted Pride to recommend smaller community operations grants for each organization this year. That got Councillor Michael Tower wondering about high school hockey. In December, Tanchamar Regional High School Principal Susan Lafford asked for the town to include its Titans hockey program under the new subsidized rink fee program. The Titans teams also get community grants, though considerably smaller ones than minor hockey and skating. I worry that if we're going to end up giving them a break on their ice time, they're not going to need this thousand each. So I personally would like to see that part change and put on the table for later to come back. Pride says he's not sure what will happen with the Titans rink fee subsidy and that approval for the $2,000 in community grants for the programs will be postponed. Council hasn't approved any discounted rate fees for those groups yet, so I can't really say. Um, 
we're going to be talking about it and presenting some options to them at a future council meeting, and then uh, they can make their decision from there. So the plan right now is to postpone those two uh, grant those two groups on their grant decision, so that we won't make it, there won't be a decision on them at the next council meeting. In total, about one hundred thousand dollars in grant requests had to be turned down. Matt Pride says it was a difficult process. I can't understate how hard it is to go through these applications. <laughs> like you see, so many groups doing such great work, and uh, when you when you have such an overwhelming demand and only so much you can give, uh, it, it's not easy to make those decisions. And you know, this year we really wanted to focus on supporting the operational needs of these groups who've come to rely on the grant and even even the new operational. Uh, requests, as a, and so that's why there's uh, you know not much in the way of capital funding because uh, we we just didn't see those as mu- as much of a, a priority as you know keeping the lights on essentially. But it, it's not easy to go through these even even with the scoring matrix. It's 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 not easy. The budget for community grants did get a small bump in 2024 with an additional five thousand dollars available over the 2023 budget. Pride says he's not sure what might what he might recommend in terms of budget next year. Honestly, I haven't thought that far ahead yet. <laughs> we'll get, get through these ones first, and then, then we'll talk about next year. Several councillors and the mayor will be sitting out the decision on community grants due to conflicts of interest. Mayor Andrew Black, Councillor Matt Esterbrooks, and Councillor Josh Gauguin all declared conflicts, as did two staffers. Assistant Clerk Becky Goodwin and Manager of Tourism Development Ron Kelly Spurls. The recommendations will be back before Council on February 13th. That's it for Chanchamar Report for Friday, January 26th. CHMA News wants to hear from you about the stories you'd like to hear more about. Get in touch with us at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. My name is Otoha Hanadani, and you are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, the voice of the marshes. And here's Brian Nielsen with your CHMA Sports Update. It's Friday, January 26th. This is your CHMA Sports Update. Looking ahead to upcoming Mount Allison Mounties athletic action this weekend at home on Saturday at 2 p.m. and 4 p.m. The St. Thomas Tommies come to town to play against the women's and men's basketball teams. The hockey team's on its way down to Halifax to play Dalhousie. That's a 7 p.m. puck drop on Saturday night, of course. And then uh, women's volleyball's on the road, but there is more basketball at the McCormick Gym on Sunday afternoon. Again, a 2 p.m. tip-off for the women and a 4 p.m. tip-off for the men playing Holland College. They did play basketball last night in the association. Around the NBA, we saw the Indiana Pacers beat the Philadelphia 76ers 134-134. 122, Utah Jazz beat the Washington Wizards in Washington, 123-108. 
Timberwolves with the two-point victory over the Nets in Brooklyn. Celtics all over the Miami Heat, a 143-110 final there. Celtics trying to exact some revenge from last season's Eastern Conference final. Knicks beat the Nuggets in New York, 122-84. The Sacramento Kings with the 134-133 victory over the Golden State Warriors. Warriers on the second night of a back-to-back in that one. And lastly, the Los Angeles Lakers with the 141-132 victory over the visiting Chicago Bulls. Seven games in the NHL. The Canadians beat the Islanders in Montreal 4-3. Overtime sees the Boston Bruins beat the Ottawa Senators out in Canada 3-2 in that one. The Detroit Red Wings shut out the Philadelphia Flyers 3-0 in the Motor City. Lightning with double up the Desert Dogs 6-3 victory for Tampa Bay over Phoenix. The Carolina Hurricanes beat the New Jersey Devils 3-2 in Carolina. In overtime, the Stars beat the Ducks 4-3 victory for Dallas in that one. The Predators beat the Minnesota Wild 3-2. Columbus Blue Jackets with the 5-2 victory over the Calgary Flames in the Saddle Dome. And lastly, yes friends, the Edmonton Oilers do achieve their 15th straight victory by shutting out Chicago in Edmonton. And that is your CHMA Sports Update for Friday, January 26th. And that was Brian Nielsen with your sports update. Don't forget to tune in weekdays 8, 9, 12, and 5 for Brian's sports update. And of course, listen to the morning show Mondays, 7.30, about 9. And there's uh, also some sports commentary at 8.30. Thanks so much, Brian. Hello, my name is Lustin Lobo, and you're listening to The Morning Show here on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Thank you so much, Lustin, for that lovely introduction. What a great way to kick off the late morning show here on CHMA. Happy Friday, everyone. You just heard from Brian with your sports update. And before that was your Tanchamar Report, courtesy of Erica Butler. Thank you, too, as always, for those wonderfully informative minutes. I am your late morning host, JC, and you are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, broadcasting live to all of you beautiful CHMA listeners from the third floor of the Wallace McCain Student Center. Now, the time is 9.14, and I have your local weather update for you all. So currently, it is minus 9 outside. Today, it should be sunny, increasing cloudiness this morning, and then snow beginning late in the afternoon. A high of minus 2 and a low of minus 5, with snow ending near midnight. I heard a few people talking about a storm later. I don't know if it's necessarily going to be storm level um it looks like there's going to be just a a light dust maybe more than a light dusting there's going to be some snow two to four centimeters is what they're estimating it to be Uh, but as always drive and uh, get around with caution tomorrow cloudy becoming a mix of sun and cloud in the afternoon and a high of minus one 
clear tomorrow evening with a low of minus 7 except for minus 11 in low-lying areas. On Sunday, sunny with a high of plus 1 and cloudy periods in the evening with a 30% chance of flurries and a low of minus 7. To get on into the next week, cloudy with a high of minus 6 on Monday for the entire day, high and low of minus 6. On Tuesday, a mix of sun and cloud with a high of minus 4 and flurries in the evening with a low of minus 7. And on Wednesday, which happens to be the last day of January, we've already gone all the way through January. That is that is mind-boggling. Snow on Wednesday with a high of minus 6 and turning to just some light flurries in the evening and a low of minus 13. But we will be sure to keep you updated all throughout next week uh, of the weather, of the weather and all sorts of other things. Now, currently going on is Garnet and Gold's Musical Theater Society, uh, their production, Beauty and the Beast. So they had their first showings yesterday, um, but they continue today uh, at Convocation Hall at 7.30 p.m., and then tomorrow at 2 p.m. for the Saturday matinee and 7.30 p.m. in the evening. Tickets, if you are all wondering, tickets are available for purchase online, but you can also purchase them at the door. Uh, and you, if you find the poster around, you can scan their poster uh, and it'll bring you directly to where you can purchase tickets online if that's what you would like to do. But you can purchase them at the door. Uh, for kids 12 and under, they are $10. For students, they are $15. And for general public, they are $20. All right. In other news... Tomorrow, CHMA is hosting their first CD sale of the new year. It is called Wax and Wire CD and Gear Yard Sale. We'll be hosting that from 1 to 3 p.m. on the third floor of the Wallace McCain Student Center in the CHMA station. Not only if you're looking for uh, CDs and gear and that sort of thing, um, we will have an abundance of that that you can uh, you can look through and, and perhaps, perhaps purchase if you would like. Um... Yeah, you can also swing by and check out the station if you've never checked it out before. It is uh, it is great. I know people don't necessarily like always like the word vibey, but that's immediately what comes to mind. It is a vibey spot. There is just a great aura around it, if you will. Um, a lot of positivity, a lot of positivity coming out of the station and the, the people who are here, the people who are volunteering their time to... Uh, try to bring content and uh, share their thoughts and their interests with you all um but yeah you so you can come up come check out this extensive collection of uh, cds that you can purchase and the few pieces of technology uh keeping in mind that proceeds will go right back into the station to keep our accessible technology up to date in our free to use studios that's right we have all sorts of great technology in our free to use studios that you can book uh, at your convenience and uh, we have people coming in and they're making music they're recording music um, we have the the free software as well as other software for uh, producing music as well if you're interested in that um, all sorts of things also if you ever have an advertisement um, and you would like to get it on air as always you can email us at psa at chmafm.com uh, you can email us a little write-up and, and perhaps an image would be excellent. 
you can also come in and record it yourself. Like we can sit with you. It, it doesn't take more than, you know, five minutes. Um, and you can record it. You can get your, your own voice on air talking about something that you're passionate about or, uh, you know, have some sort of stake in. So quite cool. Uh, but also with tomorrow, you're you're welcome to bring your own stuff to sell. If you have vinyl records, um, if you have vinyl, if you have records, if you have CDs, if you have tapes, uh, if you have iPods, iPads, what, whatever it may be, uh, you can come and hang out with us and we can set you up with a table and you can just sell stuff alongside us because why not? Uh, I think it'd be great to, uh, to really strengthen those, those community bonds. Um, yeah. So how about that? Tomorrow at uh, 1 to 3 p.m. on the third floor of the Wallace McCain Student Center, CHMA's Wax and Wire CD and Gear Yard Sale. All right, everyone, I have talked enough. Now, up next, we have Spencer Burton, who just released uh, today, today actually, released uh, an album. He's a Canadian artist. Uh, he released the album North Wind. So here is the I, I and I believe this song is only only a week old. Um, here is going fishing. Nothing coming through seems to peak my ear I pick sounds for the longest drive Down to the lake on the other side of town Where I go to spend my days Cause I'm going fishing A bit of paradise Go tell all my friends I'm doing just fine Don't need to catch a thing Just throw a line In such a long while I got my dog in the passenger side A little like me and a little bit wild Always comes along for a real good time Cause I'm going fishing A little paradise Go tell all my friends I'm doing just fine Go 
tell all my friends I'm doing just fine. Don't need to catch a thing, just throw a line. I'm doing fine, I'm doing fine, I'm doing alright. 'Cause I'm going fishing, I'm in paradise. Tell my wife and kids I'm doing just fine. New Brunswick duo Palmer with their song Carbon from their album titled Swimming, which was released just two weeks ago. So, more awesome Canadian music just recently released, and uh, New Brunswick, New Brunswick uh, artists, nonetheless. How awesome is that? 
Thank you, thank you to our music directors and music selectors. Uh, I know I can speak for all of us when I say that uh, they do an absolute fantastic job of bringing in new music all the time. Every week, every week, there's there's more music being added to it. Um, yeah, thank you both, or thank you all so much for that. All right, happy Friday, everyone, and welcome to the Late Morning Show. Welcome back. I am your late morning host, JC, and you are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, broadcasting live to all of you beautiful CHMA listeners from the third floor of the Wallace McCain Student Center. Now, I have a few... Well, let's do one. I have one local announcement for you. Uh, We'll do a little bit more later, but there's something else that I want to uh, share with you guys afterwards. So here is that singular local announcement for now. So there is a philosophy public lecture coming up on what ChatGPT is made of. So if you ever wondered about ChatGPT, you've definitely heard people talking about it as it seems to be uh, ubiquitous in in terms of pop culture and media at the moment, um, and especially if you worked at the university or, or gone to school at the university in the the last two years or so, um, Chat GPT has uh, created some barriers uh, for academia in terms of uh, academic honesty and um, you know people actually writing their own work, uh, but. So this lecture is uh, going to explore the AI, ChatGPT, uh, which can write essays, it can write screenplays and songs, pass the bar exam, uh, it can win prizes for painting and photography, um, and, but it explores how these tools work, what are the risks of using them, and 